So around four months ago, I had to go to San Francisco for work. And so I flew from here to San Francisco. And when I landed at the San Francisco airport, I decided to call a Lyft to take me to my meeting venue. And so my car got there and I got in. And as you typically do when you meet a stranger for the first time, you engage in some chit chat. So my driver said, what's up? I said, what's up? <laughs> and then he said, where are you from? I said, Seattle. Because I did, I, I flew from here to Seattle to San Francisco. <laughs> and to that he said, no, no, no. Where are you really from? Now, that, you know, that was not the first time that I got asked the where are you really from question. When you look like someone like me, you get asked that question quite often. You know, but I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt because, you know, he said, what's up? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, all right, I'm from Alaska. And then he said, no, 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 no. Where are you really from? And so at that point, I knew what he was trying to get to. I knew the information that he was looking for. And I knew what kind of answer he was ready for from me. He wanted to know my ethnicity. And so I told him, I'm Filipino. <laughs> I don't know what's funny about that. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really, what, what I really wanted to do though was I wanted to tell him off. I wanted to, I wanted to educate him a little bit about how offensive that was, that he doubted that I was from Seattle and that he doubted that I was from Alaska. And that I wanted to ask him really, what I, what I really wanted to do was ask him if, if he would ask me the same question if I were white. That's what I really wanted to do, but I didn't. Because given everything else that's going on in our country right now, with the racism and the anti-immigrant attitudes, I just didn't want to engage in that conversation because I'm just tired, just tired. So I, I said, I'm Filipino. I just gave him what he was ready for. And to that, he said, oh, so why did you leave your country? Why did you come here? And because I just really did not want to talk to him anymore, I gave him the generic immigrant response to the why did you come here question. I said, I came here for a better life. <laughs> you see, you know, I have a theory that I think for many Americans, giving them that generic answer, that I came here for a better life answer, to many Americans, it satisfies them because it fits their worldviews and their expectations because, of course, you came here for a better life. There's no way life in other places in the world can be better than life here in America. So I gave him that I came here for a better life response. But what I really wanted to tell him was that I came here because when I was four years old, my father left me, my mom, and my older sister in the Philippines and left all of his family and friends, the culture that he's familiar with, because 
he was searching for a better life here in America. What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that I came here because when I was six years old, I fell in love with G.I. Joe toys. And every month, my mom would take me to the store to buy me a new G.I. Joe action figure. And, you know, my mom is a beast when it comes to bargaining. She could always get a lower selling price for anything. But not with these G.I. Joe toys. Because all the store clerk had to tell her was that these toys were made in the USA. And to that, my mom always lost. But the message that, that I received through those experiences was that anything that was made in the USA was better than anything that was made in the Philippines. And that anything that was made locally in the Philippines was of poor quality and only for the poor. What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that I came here because when I was nine years old, I was exposed to enough TV commercials featuring blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white American kids playing with the coolest toys in the world and playing in the most fun places in the world like Disneyland and Universal Studios. And I wanted to go where they were, and I wanted to play with their toys. What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that I'm here because when I was 11 years old and I developed my first crush ever on this neighborhood girl, and I shared my secret to my older sister, her advice to me was to go to our bathroom and open the medicine cabinet and start using the bleach in there to start whitening my skin. And she also told me to stay away from the sun so I don't get any darker. And this is a tropical island country where the sun is out most of the day, every day, all year round. <laughs> what I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that when I was 14 years old and my younger brother was eight, my mom put the two of us, me and my younger brother, on a plane to cross the Pacific Ocean, to come to a country she's never seen, to come to a country we've never seen, to go to a country that she did not know if she would ever see. She put her two young children on a plane to cross the Pacific Ocean, not knowing if she would ever see them again. What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that I came here because the United States colonized my homelands. And all my life I was taught that anything American was better than anything Filipino. And so what better way to become better and to become American than to be in America? What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that America exploited my homelands and our resources and our peoples to make life here better and make life in my homelands so difficult that many of us don't have a choice but to come here, not for a better life, but to survive. What I really wanted to tell my Lyft driver was that I'm here because America was there. But I didn't say that. <laughs> because I'm just tired. I'm just so freaking tired. Thank you.